Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and I have episode 205 of the podcast that was originally recorded on June 3rd of 2018. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about some of the games that I'm looking forward to seeing at Origins Game Fair down in Columbus, Ohio, um, in just a little over a week, uh, 2018 here. Uh, so I'm going to go through uh, the list of games that Board Game Geek has there. We're pretty much just going to go straight down the list. I'm not going to list every publisher that they have there. I'm going to list a lot of them because uh, there is quite a few things that I would like to see at the show. But uh, we're going to go through and talk about that. And this is going to be a two-episode show. So this is the first part. Enjoy the episode. Hey, gamers. What are the games? This is Joe Luzzi from What I'm Playing Now. And welcome back to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This episode is going to be a little different from some of my past episodes. This episode, I'm going to go through and look at some of the games that I'm looking forward to seeing at the Origins Game Fair. So what I've done is I've gone out to Board Game Geek. I've pulled up their Origins Game Fair 2018 preview. And we're kind of going to go down the list of publishers and games, and I'll probably maybe just list a game of publisher or, I mean, I may not talk about every single publisher that is on this list. Um, There are some publishers I may not get a chance to stop by and see the games, but in looking at this list, there's a few games that um, I'm definitely interested in seeing. Um, But I guess let's start out. I don't know if I'm going to do two episodes for this or not, maybe do half this week and maybe half next week. Uh, I may have an interview scheduled for next week, so I'm going to try to play that one by ear, but it depends on how long this episode starts running and basically when my voice just starts getting tired as to how long we're kind of going to talk about this one tonight. But I guess let's jump over, and if you kind of want to follow along, you can go out to Board Game Geek, go to their Geek Preview slash 11 slash Origins Game Fair 2018 Preview, one of the first games that um, I guess we're probably going to take a look at while we are there. I don't know how much I will be looking forward to this one, but I know my wife will, so I'm going to be stopping by there for her because I'm sure she's going to want to see this one. 25th Century Games, um, they're a new newer publisher. Um, I'm not too sure what they have all done in the past, but they're coming out with a little game called Christmas Lights, a card game. Um, English first edition. It's going to be released in 2018, it sounds like. It sounds like they're going to have a demo for it at the show. It appears to be a memory-style set collection game. You're also going to be able to do some trading. And you're just working on basically untangling the lights, replacing broken bulbs. And you have to put together two full sets of lights. The game's also going to include rules from other designers. um, Like about nine bonus games, it says, suitable for very young gamers and adults. Uh, My wife is a huge um, Christmas fan. So any game that's Christmas related, I have a feeling she will want to pretty much stop by and see. It definitely seems like this one is probably for the younger audience, but uh, just because my wife likes Christmas so much, and even though it is June here in Ohio and it will probably be hot as hell down in Columbus, uh, we'll still stop by and take a look at this one. That's Christmas Lights, a card game from 25th Century Games. After that, next on the list, and these are probably all going to be alphabetical because that's pretty much the way the list here is on Board Game Geek. So um, we start off with 25th Century. We're going to jump down to Ares Games. Uh, of course, I'm going to stop by and check out Sword and Sorcery. Uh, they are going to have the expansion Arcane Porter for, Portal for sale. They're going to have a couple of the expansion characters. Um... Onamar, as well as Victoria for sale at the show, it sounds like. 
Uh, those three items are going to be pretty much must-have, must-see for me. I also wouldn't mind maybe taking a look at Master of the Galaxy. This is another game from them. And this game really sounds very interesting to me. It's a 4X game, so you're going to explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. Um, but you're going to be doing this via bag building, card drafting, and tech tree development mechanisms is what it says here on the BGG description. Um, it sounds like a 4X space game, uh, which are games that I really like. But uh, the bag building and card drafting really sound very interesting to me. And taking a look at some of the pictures that are here on BoardGameGeek, I have to say, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by this one. Um, you know, Sword and Sorcery is definitely one of my top games, but a good 4X bag builder uh, and what this game actually looks like, uh, I will say, call me intrigued, and I will definitely be checking out Master of the Galaxy while I am there checking out some of the Sword and Sorcery stuff and maybe try to see what else is going to be coming out with um, from Sword and Sorcery from Areas Games because I definitely want to know what else we're going to be looking forward to coming into 2018 and going into 2019. After that, we have Brain Games. They put out Ice Coal, and they are doing an Ice Coal 2. Uh, okay, it's a dexterity flick -em up game. Uh, but the first one was kind of cool. I really liked it when I played it before. So I will I definitely want to stop by and check out and see the second one. I remember when I was walking by uh, the first one last year, it looked really interesting, but I really didn't pay much attention to it, and I was glad I played it. Uh, from looking at some of the pictures here, it looks like you can combine uh, the first and second games to make one huge game, uh, which it looks like here. So that would be kind of interesting. I don't have the first one, but I'm guessing the sec one, second one is probably going to be just more of the same and just expanding on the first game from what it looks like. It looks like this game will be both um, an expansion as well as a standalone game. So I'll definitely stop by... Um, the Brain Games booth to see Ice Cold 2 because that first one flicking those uh, little penguins around, I have to say that that was kind of fun. I had a really good time when we played that one down at the game store, so I'll definitely be stopping by to check that one out. And then we're getting down to Capstone Games. All right, it looks like they are going to have for sale a new game called Carthago. I was looking at this one earlier, and I have to say... Wow, this one looks really good. Uh, I, I pretty much buy anything by um, Capstone Games. It's going to be a heavier game, I know that. Uh, I'm not too sure how heavy this one actually is going to be. Um, but um, from looking at the weight on BGG, it looks like it's about a 333. So I would probably say that's a medium to medium heavy style game. But it looks like you're going to be playing merchants and trading and trying to... Um, Kind of just grow your guild, your status within the Merchants Guild. And, um, of course, that's something that always sounds really good to me. Uh, the designers are Ralph Beinart and Bernard Einstein. Um, so, I have to say, if it's being put out by Capstone Games, I do have some scheduled time to stop by their booth and actually do an interview there. That's one thing I'm actually going to be doing different a little this year as opposed to last year. Uh, last year, I was pretty much just shooting pictures and trying to um, kind of just write a blog-style post of the show. Uh, this year, I've actually, um, I'm, we're going to try to do video this year. I have a good mic coming in. We're going to get some practice in with that before we head down to the show. 
Uh, so I'm really looking forward to trying to do some video and actually hopefully be able to either do shots live on the floor from some of the different booths or maybe go into the press area and sit down with some of the different publishers to see some of the games that they have coming up. But we're going to try to do, you know, smaller videos with each different publisher is what my plan is. Uh, so keep a lookout. Um, I don't know if if I will be getting any of those edited during the show. I probably won't be doing those until we get back home. Uh, so I probably I, I don't know if my coverage will be as daily as it was last year. Last year, I was pretty much writing stuff uh, the evening. I would get done with um, seeing some stuff and then go back and write some blurbs and upload some pictures and stuff like that. I don't know how much of the chance I'm going to get to do of, do, of that this year since a lot of the stuff is going to be video, but I may try to take some additional pictures um, to maybe just post some previews maybe out to Twitter and everything. Uh, so we're going to try to maybe do a couple, do a multiple attack here on Origins this year and try to hit it from a couple of different avenues. Um, but like I said, I do have Capstone Games set up as an interview, so I will definitely be, definitely be stopping by to see um, some of their stuff and see what they have going on. After that, we have Chip Theory Games. Uh, they put out a game called Too Many Bones last year, and they're going to have an expansion for this one. Uh, it sounds like this one is possibly standalone, also going to be able to expand on the first. Um, Too Many Bones Undertow, it sounds like, and I, I didn't back or pick up Too Many Bones, but I'm really interested in trying this one. It's a pretty much an RPG-based game. It's a cooperative-style game. That's one of the reasons why I really kind of stayed away from it, but it's pretty much all dice-based. And I've watched a couple of, couple of videos on this one, and it looks just really interesting to me. Uh, my wife and I are big fans of dice games. She's getting more into cooperative games as we're, you know, changing our play styles a little bit and doing some different things. Uh, and since she's actually a little more, you know, acceptable and willing to play some of the co-op games, I have a feeling I might try to see how interested she is in this one. I know too many bones can be played solo. So uh, if I do pick that up and she isn't a fan of it, I may have to maybe do some solo stuff. But I'm going to try to do on my uh, Wednesday night stream. Uh, we're going to change some things up. I, I'm going to try to do a Wednesday night stream, and I'm going to start doing uh, solo games, which I've done a couple of times with Seventh Continent. But I think what I'd like to do is maybe concentrate and pick one game and just really dive into that for a month and just play that maybe like every Monday or every Wednesday for like four Wednesdays in a row and just give it a good solo playthrough. Um, since I have I have quite a few solo games, but I don't know if I have enough to really play a new one every week. So I'd really like to maybe just play one repeatedly for like four playthroughs. Um, and I've already done a couple with Seventh Continent, so I'm a little hesitant in starting with that with Seventh Continent. But um, considering I haven't finished my first curse with Seventh Continent, it may be the first one that I do. But um, let's get back to um, what we're actually talking about here. Too many bones undertow. Um, I'm going to show this one to my wife, see what she thinks about this one. And it looked really cool to me, and hopefully um, she'll be interested in it. If not, like I said, we might just do this one solo, but I'm kind of interested to see what they're going to bring along with Undertow in this one. After that, we're going to be down to CGE, Check Games Edition, and um, I've emailed uh, Paul Grogan. So I have some time hopefully set up with him. I'm going to maybe doing a quick interview with him while we're at the show. So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, I've listened to his podcast on and off over the years. 
the one game I'm probably looking forward to from CGE is probably going to be Adrenaline, uh, the expansion, the team play DLC. Um, I've played a few games of Adrenaline before. It's the uh, kind of the board game that is supposed to remind you of a first person shooter. And, and when we played it, it uh, it really does. I have to say um, I'm kind of interested to see what the expansion is going to bring to the game. From looking at what the description is showing on um, BGG, it sounds like you're going to be throwing in a six player and having some character specific weapons as well as abilities, um, which actually could get very interesting because I think um, that's probably a good place to take it because there are a lot of that within, um, you know, first person shooter games, which is what that game is actually supposed to be emulating. So I think that's a that sounds like a really cool expansion. So I am definitely looking forward to that one that is adrenaline team play dlc and that's from cge so next on the bgg list is a game from diverse publishing i'm not too sure i'm very familiar with anything that they've done or if this is actually their first game um it's a game called nexus it doesn't look like it's going to be released until 2019 so it sounds like um, they're just going to have a, a demo available at the show for it. It's a two-player game. Um, for what it says on here, it says it's ripe with violence and appropriate humor. It's a game made by children. It's like a game made by children for adults. It's a 1v1 combat-based strategy game. Sounds interesting. I'm not really too sure how that one will be. There really isn't a hell of a lot of information on uh, Board Game Geek about that. But um, we'll have to stop by and see that one and just see um, what this off-the-wall type of humor is that they will have. Next on the list is Daily Magic Games. Of course, we're going to be stopping by to see what they have offering. And looking over some of the games that they're going to have at the show, Horizons is probably the one that piques my interest probably the most. Um, it sounds like it's a civilization, um, science fiction style game. Um, the game looks kind of interesting from some of the screenshots that they're showing here on Board Game Geek. Uh, it doesn't say it's a 4X style game, um, but I have to say that the board and the and the tiles kind of looks, looks rather interesting. Um, so we'll have to check that one out from Daily Magic Games. It is called Horizons. It looks like this game will actually be um, available for a demo, but it sounds like it is coming out um, in 2018 uh, from what it looks like here on a Board Game Geek. So next on the list here is a publisher called Deep Water Games. I have been emailing and chatting with them. I believe I have some time set up with them to look at some of their games. Um, a couple of games that I'm interested on in their list, it looks like Sovereign Skies, which is going to be available there for a demo only, and there really isn't too much um, available in regards to the game notes or anything um, on Board Game Geek. So I'm definitely going to try to see what this game kind of is about. It doesn't look like it's going to be out till 2019. Um, but it looks like you're going to be occupying colonies, recruit politicians to gain influence and power. Um, so we'll have to see if um, it does have a Rondell strategy in it. So that's one of the reasons why I think I'm going to be maybe interested in that one. Uh, so we'll see how that one goes. There's also a um, a pattern building paper and pencil style game called Welcome to 
um, which it sounds like is going to be um, available for sale, but it sounds like there's only going to be minimal copies available um, each day at the show. Um, so, and that one plays, um, wow, one to a hundred players, it says here. That's quite interesting. So I'm guessing this one could be played by quite a few. Don't know if we'll ever get a game of that big, but, um, I don't know. That one just sounds interesting. I haven't done too much, um, with those style of games, but I'm definitely interested in seeing, um, what that one is about. Next on the list here, we have a game from DPH Games, Inc., it is called Legacy at Sea. It this sounds like this game will be available for demo at the show. Um, so it doesn't sound like it's going to be available for sale. Um, this game plays one to four players. And it actually sounds like a very interesting um, pirate style game um, where you're going to be controlling three ships in your armada, um, which sounds really cool to me. It's going to have some action, movement, and programming um, in it, as well as some combat. So... Um, I'm always up for a good, um, sea style game. Um, I haven't played a good one recently, but, um, Legacy at Sea, hopefully this one turns out to be pretty good. Um, kind of interested to see how this game looks. They only have the description here on Board Game Geek. So I don't see actually any pictures of the game or anything, so... Hopefully we can get some good pictures up on the website and get some coverage on this game. And hopefully this one turns out to be uh, pretty good. That is Legacy at Sea from DPH Games, Inc. After that, we have Eagle Griffin Games. Of course, I'm going to be stopping by their booth. Probably one of the things I'm interested in seeing from them is going to be Fleet, the dice game. Um, the fleet, The actual original Fleet game was one of the earlier games I think I had played years ago when I had started going down to the local game store um, and a dice game of that kind of just sounds like it might be kind of interesting. Uh, so kind of interested to see how that one is actually going to work out. Um, and that one's being put up at Eagle Griffin, Eagle Griffin games. We're going to see what else they have on their list as well. Um, Infamous sounds kind of interesting. Um, especially since it sounds like it's a comic book related style game. Infamous sounds like it could be really fun. Uh, it appears that you're going to be playing a supervillain and you're trying to become the most infamous supervillain in the world. Uh, the pictures that they have here, uh, don't really show too, too much of the actual game. I'm not too sure if some of these pictures here are actual card art or not, uh, the board looks kind of interesting. They do show the board and they have some pictures of some cards that do have like a cartoony look to them. Um, but uh, playing a supervillain, hey, I am always uh, down for something like that. So Infamous could turn out to be um, a little hidden gem there. So we're definitely going to have to check that one out when we check out Fleet, the dice game. Uh, so we have a couple of things we're actually going to be looking at um, at Eagle Griffin game. So I know last year the big game that I was paying attention to from them was Lisboa, which I actually didn't get a chance to play at the show. Um, I had a couple of friends that did, and I didn't get a chance to play it until a later time, but um, we'll see what actually they have at the show this year and um, cover them. It seems like they have several different games available for demo at the show. Next, we have Spieler, and the game that um, I'm really interested in seeing from them is Coimbra. 
Um, I've talked about this one on the show before. I believe I've talked about this one um, several months ago. Uh, this is un- this was under the what I want to play now part of the show. Um, when I had first heard about this one coming out um, on the board game new the board game geek news page when it was when they had first originally covered it, I started reading about this one and doing some research on it, and it looked very very interesting. And this definitely is a game that is still high on my want to play list. Uh, it appears that it's going to have a 2018 release, but at the show, it appears that it is going to be available in demo form only. Uh, so hopefully I can get some good uh, pictures of this one, and maybe we can even get a little bit of playtime with this to actually see how this game is. Uh, I know I've been waiting for this one for a little while, so Definitely, definitely going to be looking at this one, and I will talk about what some of my first impressions are on that one when I do get a chance to play it. That is Coimbra from Egertspiele Games. All right, next on our list, we have Formal Ferret Games. Of course, I'm going to stop by and chat with Gilhova. Uh, I sent him an email to see if I can maybe have a few minutes of his time to do an interview with him. I've been wanting to interview him for a while and get him on the podcast. Um, it looks like he is going to have the network's telly time there. Um, and it looks like the base game will be available for purchase and the expansion will be as well. Um, I had not pre-ordered the telly time expansion. Uh, so I may have to pick this one up while I am at the show. Uh, of course, I'm a big fan of networks. Um, when I was doing my top 100 list, that one definitely made the list. Um, cause that, Game was in my top game, uh, top 10 games of the year a couple of years ago. Um, I really enjoyed the comedic part of the networks and I, I just really enjoyed the gameplay. Uh, so any expansions for that is something I'm looking forward to. And we're definitely going to have to cover this one on um, our video show and actually do a playthrough of this one because uh, I actually have not had a chance to teach my wife the networks yet. And I have a feeling she will really enjoy this one. And I have a feeling, you know, we both will. It's like I said before, the, every time I play this game and I played it several times, it's just a really fun time. And it's just a game that, you know, you're laughing from beginning to end, just main, mainly because you're just talking about all the different shows that are in the game and just trying to, you know, everybody's sitting there naming the shows and all the different characters and everything. It's just it's just a really fun game that just brings everybody together to, at the table and just having a good laugh, um, which is something that's always great when you're playing a board game. So that's Formal Ferret Games. They're going to have the network's telly time there. So we're definitely going to be picking that one up and hopefully talking to Gilhova to see what maybe else he has coming out. All right, next on our list, we have Gamelin Games, and I believe they have a Kickstarter that's currently going on. They have an expansion for Heroes of Land, Air of Lair and Sea. Um, I believe it's called Pestilence is what's on Kickstarter right now. Um, it appears that they're going to be have the base game as well as the uh, Order and Chaos expansion there. I haven't had a chance to play this one yet. I do have a friend who actually kickstarted the original one. I've been really interested in trying this one out. It sounds like it's a good area control style game. Uh, the miniatures look really cool. The game, from what I've heard, sounds like it's really cool. I just haven't had a chance to actually play this one. Um, like I said, I know one guy in our game group actually does have it. Uh, and, and honestly, from what he's mentioned to me, I don't think he's had a chance to play this one either. Um, so maybe while I'm down there, I can get a nice demo of this one and actually see... Uh, what this game is actually all about and if I actually want to participate in their next Kickstarter. 
or the Kickstarter that's actually going on right now. Although I think going all in for this one, I think if I looked at it, it might have been, it was, it, it, you're getting several different games and there's a lot to the expansions. I can't remember what the price is off the top of my head, but I know it definitely wasn't cheap. But I know you're probably going to be getting your money's worth because Gambling Games is always giving you uh, your money's worth for your games. I'm also interested if they're going to have Tiny Epic Zombies. They don't list it here on Board Game Geek, but it'd be kind of interested to see if they actually have that there available for demo. Um, so that would be something that would be interesting as well. Okay, next on our list, we have the Grand Gamers Guild. They are going to have Endeavor Age of Sale available there for demo. So I'm definitely going to stop by and check that one out. I actually did kickstart this one. Um, it, it sounds like a very interesting area control, card drafting, um, exploration style game. I had not played the first one. But the second one just sounded really good in it. What they've done with the components and some of the stuff they've done with the Kickstarter edition here is super cool. Um, from the game trays, I believe, that they're going to be have available um, that are going to be within the game uh, to just the whole look of the game. It just sounded really cool. And it was a game I definitely didn't want to pass up while it was on Kickstarter. So definitely going to try to get some time spent at the Grand Gamers Guild booth. And see if we can maybe get a little bit of time spent with Endeavor Age of Sale. So I can actually get a feel of what the game will actually be like uh, before actually receiving my Kickstarter edition. So really looking forward to that one. Whenever I can see a, um, a Kickstarter game and maybe play it before actually um, you know, getting it in my hands um, and it being delivered is always something cool. All right, next we have, this was, This looked really interesting when I was flipping through here, and this kind of grabbed my attention. Graphic Novel Adventures. Um, they are putting out, I believe, there's several different books that they have here. And to me, they almost sound like uh, choose-your-own-adventure style books. Uh, some of these are from a few years ago. And I don't know if I really even paid much attention to these last year. But um, since I've been doing some more solo stuff playthrough and I've been kind of wanting to play a little bit more of the games that um, that I played when I was much younger in regards to the choose your own adventure style. To me, that's what this kind of sounded like. I don't know if they really are or not, um, but some of these games sounded really cool and they looked like they were set in a very interesting format. Um, the books, they looked they looked very interesting. Um, I believe Van Ryder Games is... Um, the one that has published them here. I don't know if they're the ones who that have published them here in the States or not. Um, but uh, these these graphic novel adventures just look really interesting. Um, like I said, they have a Sherlock Holmes one. It looks like they have one that's called Captive. Uh, so there's, there's a couple of different um, styles of books it looks like they have here. It looks like there's a Western one. So I, I kind of want to really want to check these out. Uh, if they were there last year, I'm really bummed that I didn't actually try to maybe look them out a little bit more. Uh, I know I've actually emailed Van Ryder Games to try to maybe set up some time to maybe take a look at some of these. Uh, so I don't forget it uh, and to check these out. Uh, but these graphic novel adventures, kind of interested in them. So we'll cover them and we'll see how they are and what they actually bring to the table. All right, next on the list is Greater Than Games. And in looking at our list, we may be about halfway through here, and I'm coming up to about half hour of the show. So I may stop here 
and maybe finish the um ep- this episode next week. Uh, but we're going to finish off with Greater Than Games, Dice Hate Me Games, uh, with The Legends of Sleepy Hollow. This one sounds really interesting, even though it is cooperative. I'll, I'll have to twist my wife's arm to actually play this one. Um, but it sounds really cool because we both are fans of Sleepy Hollow. Um, we used to watch the TV show when it was when that one show was on uh, television a few years ago. We were really into that one. It looked really cool. And this one appears to be a miniature-style game. It's going to be taking place after the disappearance of Ichabod Crane. Each player is going to play a different style of character who has different abilities that you're going to be activating. And uh, it sounds like you're with you, when you utilize your abilities, you're not going to be able to utilize them again until your action pool is emptied. And it sounds like you're going to be gaining fear as you're playing through the game. And to empty out that pool, um, it's going to be harder and harder with the more fear that you gain. Uh, so it, it sounds it sounds really interesting. So we're going to have to check this one out. I haven't really looked too much into this one other than what the description is showing here on Board Game Geek. The pictures that they have here, the tiles of the board look really interesting. Uh, the miniatures look pretty sweet as well. So definitely going to want to check this one out. Um, Legends of Sleepy Hollow from Dice Hate Me Games. All right. I think that's going to be it for this episode. We're going to stop here. I think we're, I know we're only on the D's. But from looking at the list here, it looks like I'm about half, halfway through the list um, of what they have here on Board Game Geek. So we're going to give a break here, and I will pick up next week, and we will finish this episode um, and have the continuation of what Joe, from what I'm from what I'm playing now, is looking forward to seeing. And hopefully what I'm going to be able to cover all of this stuff while I am at Origins down in Columbus um, in a little over a week right now. So... As always, you know what to do. If you have any games that you're playing and you want me to look at something, send me an email. Let me know what you're playing now. Send that email to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also join us and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We can be found there at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G like I always say on Facebook. Just do a search for what I'm playing now. Our Twitch and YouTube channels. Twitch is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. And our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash what I'm playing now. Definitely go out there and subscribe to both of those. We definitely like to get some more followers here going into Origins and hopefully coming out of Origins. We can increase those numbers as well as also uh, maybe keep an eye on our guild 2440 on Board Game Geek. Maybe I'll try to post some of the things I'm finding at the show there within our guild. So keep an eye on that. Uh, besides the website, I will try to maybe link a few things into that guild. So if you're on Board Game Geek, you can just find those things there. But other than that, everybody, you know what to do. Go play some games and then let me know what you're playing now. Until next week, everybody, you have a great week gaming. And we will be back later next week with some more coverage of what we want to see at Origins Game Fair coming up here in a little over a week. Thanks for joining me, everybody. Have a great week gaming. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.